Well, I mentioned to my staff yesterday that we must do something today. It is a fast day after all, and we have uh, spoken somewhat about the importance of supporting our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. But I said it's a fast day. We got to uh, we got to go ahead and just um, feature one at least one of our recommendations regarding how to help our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. The national director at the Orthodox Union's Community Projects and Partnerships is Rabbi Simon Taylor, and he is with us live via telephone on this Tanis Esther morning. Rabbi Simon Taylor, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Great to be on. One of the things we said uh, the moment this war broke out, uh, as uh, people were being inundated with emails and uh, and messages, uh, uh, all of which included links uh, to contribute to help the people in Ukraine, we tried to encourage our listeners to go with to go with outfits, to go with organizations that have demonstrated responsibility in the past, that have demonstrated that they have, uh, that they either have or are under pressure uh, to make sure to get the funds and the goods to the right places and the right people. And obviously the Orthodox Union, the OU, is very high on that list. When they go ahead and establish a fund, you know that they've done their research and they're doing their best to get the money and the supplies where they need to get to. The, 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 the actual effort from the OU to help our brothers and sisters in Ukraine began immediately, right? This was like the moment the war broke out practically, right? Pretty much. We mobilized as quickly as we could, but as you said, it's our job to be responsible. Whenever you're running a campaign, people are trusting you uh, with their money, with tzedakah funds. It's mamon hektesh. We have to be extremely careful. Uh, It took us a couple of days to establish who are the right partners on the ground and to make sure that we were going to be able to distribute Um, with the proper responsibility, and as soon as uh, we were confident that there was a huge need and we were going to be able to distribute the funds, um, we got things set up right away, and we sent out an email communication um, to our network um, as quickly as we could. Has there been a good response? Baruch Hashem. The response has been really tremendous. Um, Thousands and thousands of donations have come in, uh, and they keep pouring in uh, all the time. And in addition to all the donations, we get many, many phone calls, and we've mobilized volunteers, all who want to help, uh, want to play their part in helping with this absolutely massive crisis. And I remind our listeners that all of this information is available at ou.org slash Ukraine, ou.org slash Ukraine. You can give a small amount, a large amount, just give everybody and make sure you're included in this amazing effort. Now, I know you're not in Ukraine, so to be fair, you can't tell us exactly how the money's being distributed or how it's being used. But give us an example of some of the things that are going on with the funds that are being collected by the OU. How are the people in Ukraine utilizing those funds to move forward and to, and to, to, to stay alive, frankly? Absolutely. So it's, it's a very fluid dynamic, and the uh, different needs are really changing day to day. And we have a team in contact uh, with the people on the ground, finding out exactly what the biggest need is at the time. So at the beginning, when the campaign started, most of the funds were being directed towards evacuations. You're talking about evacuation, evacuating whole orphanages, evacuating busloads of Jews from different communities from the Ukraine, helping people get across the border, and uh, really setting up either refugee camps or integrating them into existing uh, Jewish communities uh, in, East, in Eastern Europe. And so those evacuations were really the focus uh, of the 
a fundraising campaign at the early stages. And now, although that's still going on, uh, the focus is slowly starting to move away from those evacuations and into making sure that everyone's got the food and the shelter and being taken care of uh, wherever they are. You know, uh, first of all, Kolakavot to everybody in Jewish leadership, including the OU, who helped with the evacuations. We know what kind of emergency situation that was, and the speed was key. Funds uh, that were necessary were key. Getting the funds there are not al- is not always easy. So, again, a yeoman's effort by everybody in Jewish leadership who took this responsibility upon themselves. Um, but the other thing is that people don't realize, and maybe it's because we're being inundated, sadly, by all the images of war, uh, the destroyed buildings, the, uh, the funerals that are taking place, the, the terrible horror that people are going through. People don't realize that there are plenty of people still in Ukraine in, in somewhat normal situations. Uh, some, I mean, some of them might be, you know, in, in, in shelters or, uh, or you know, being, um, uh, being housed in, in different types of facilities. Uh, they may not necessarily be home. Uh, but a lot of them just need supplies at this point. A lot of them just need basic essentials. And, uh, you know, in order to stay alive, in order to make it through, uh, God knows, you know, how many days this thing is going to last. So we're at a point now that even though we continue to see uh, uh, scenes of destruction, people need to realize that there are plenty of people that are just trying to stay alive or just trying to you know, get through um, uh, this whole episode. And I would guess that you're hearing from a lot of people who are very thankful that supplies that your organization and others have been um, have been sending, or money that you've been sending, has essentially been keeping them going. One hundred percent. The supplies is absolutely critical, and us, together with many of our partners, are really focusing our efforts right now on getting those supplies uh, to the people. We're talking about medical supplies yeah. and food, are two which are top of the list, and uh, you know, getting them to Eastern Europe is not so difficult, but getting those supplies inside the Ukraine uh, to some of the cities which are under siege uh, can be extremely, extremely difficult. And you can only imagine uh, how afraid the people are and uh, nervous about these supplies not arriving, uh, running out of food, and all those kind of thoughts which people have to deal with is what we're contending with. And so one of the most recent efforts uh, which has just been established this week is that the Orthodox Union, together with many other organizations, has put together a central distribution warehouse uh, where we are coordinating in one central location, happens to be in Budapest, uh, a warehouse which is collecting uh, kosher food, uh, which is being shipped in from Israel, from here in the USA, uh, also from different uh, countries in Europe. And that warehouse is going to be able to service the kosher needs of over 30 communities inside and on the outskirts of the Ukraine. And it was amazing to watch the Orthodox Union spring into action. You know, uh, we certify 1.3 million products and have over 13,000 plants around the world. So as soon as uh, we found out that uh, this was being dreamt of, obviously, uh, you just uh, leveraged all those contacts to get as much uh, food supplies donated as possible. And Baruch Hashem, this uh, effort is off to a, a great start. And uh, all day, every day now, I am on the phone with different factories donating grape juices and matzahs and chicken and everything you can imagine. The the Jewish companies in particular have been so generous at donating supplies so that we can stock this warehouse and those uh, 30 communities that 
don't need to worry about where the next uh, kosher meal is going to come from. Rabbi Simon Taylor and I encourage everybody who's uh, capable of doing that, of actually um, of actually uh, helping with the uh, bulk supplies for the Ukraine, whether it be food, clothing, medical supplies, uh, suitcases and travel bags, whatever it is you could provide, please be in touch with the OU. It's OU.org slash Ukraine supplies, OU.org slash Ukraine supplies. And again, to give a donation, a financial donation, it's OU.org slash Ukraine, OU.org slash Ukraine. Um, I can only imagine how difficult it is. I mean, you just said it, how difficult it is to get it from the central point in Eastern Europe to people in the Ukraine. And we don't realize how many, and you can probably speak to this because I'm sure you've heard from many of them. We don't realize how many cities and communities in the Ukraine have representatives, have community members from our, uh, of our people, have community members uh, who are, uh, you know, representing the Jewish community. I, it's, it's a pretty big country, <laughs> and, 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 and you've got to get those supplies to a lot of areas, and I, I would assume that also adds to the pressure of the entire operation. A hundred percent. Like I said, we, we are dealing with just over 30 small communities, um, but there are, there are many more. Yeah. Um, we, can't, we can't deal with all of them. You know, Chabad have done an unbelievable job taking care of uh, their own communities. There's many, many uh, Chabad communities, um, and certain communities, you know, I, I would say for now are just about okay, and they're managing without our distribution. Um, but the ones, you know, in dire straits that we are trying to get the distributions to, is, is about 30 right now. Um, but again, it's fluid. The numbers can change. Uh, different communities could run out of food or, or, you know, lose their own supply chains. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why our effort has been set up, to make sure that we don't run into uh, those, to those troubles. You know, the last, the last few days, uh, I've uh, really taken on a completely new role. I'm speaking to Boeing and to Delta and to FedEx and DHL, you, you name it, everybody who can help us to try and... Uh, take by air freight, uh, donated supplies, and get them where they need to go. Wow. It's been remarkable to watch uh, how when there's a humanitarian crisis, everybody wants to step up and help. Unbelievable. Call a cavo to them. Uh, everybody out there, it's Tanis Esther. It's the Fast of Esther. Everybody out there knows that, uh, as we discussed earlier in the week, uh, this is a time of year where we're, we try to step up our chesed efforts. Adar, Nisan, these are the times of the year. Uh, just as an example, that we really try to uh, reach out to others. And here's our opportunity. Go to ou.org slash Ukraine and be as generous as possible, ou.org slash Ukraine. Also, if you're in the business of uh, medical supplies, uh, clothing, food, etc., uh, they could use bulk donations of supplies for our communities in the Ukraine. ou.org slash Ukraine supplies, ou.org slash Ukraine supplies. Uh, make contact with the OU and Rabbi Simon Taylor, and they will uh, direct you in terms of getting your goods to that central place in Eastern Europe, and please God, as quickly as possible, to the communities in need in the Ukraine. Rabbi Simon Taylor, anything you'd like to add, sir? Yeah, absolutely. I think the main thing that I want to get across that pe- so that people should be clear is that the needs are tremendous, and the amount of money which is needed is only growing. Um, we're at the beginning, and um, unfortunately there's going to be not a lot more money which we're going to need to collect to help the people of the Ukraine. And everyone's been very generous so far, and the money which people have donated is definitely making a difference. Um, but the needs are going to grow. There's going to be a lot more that we need to do, in particular when it's going to come to resettling uh, the huge amount of refugees uh, that exist. And the last thing anybody wants is there to be Jewish refugees in 2022. Yeah. So, you know, I would just 
say to everybody, if you're not sure uh, what's the best way uh, to donate and to help, feel free to reach out to the Orthodox Union, you know, reach out to other organizations that are helping, find out you know, where your money can be put to its best use. But believe me, the, <laughs> there's, there's so much that needs to be done. And uh, I think we might need to do an update in a few weeks, but there's a lot going on all the time. And uh, everyone should have this particular crisis at the top of their list. No question about it. And yes, it's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much work that uh, needs to be done, and hopefully our community worldwide will step up. It's ou.org slash Ukraine, ou.org slash Ukraine for the supply donation. It's ou.org slash Ukraine supplies. Uh, Rabbi Simon Taylor uh, with us this morning, the uh, National Director of the OU's Community Projects and partnership. Uh, happy Purim to you and Kolakavo to you and everybody at the OU for what they're doing for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. Thank you so much and happy Purim to you, Nacho. Rabbi Simon Taylor, more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>